0: So tune in, that's what you got to do. To the world of tuning, that's what you've got With and good food. We'll up your and you're out of Seasonal bounty and we're keeping it fresh. Seasonal bounty, got the scoop on what's best to eat. Right now.
1: Greetings. In fact, season's greetings as I believe this bonus episode will be going to air in the two weeks we are on leave in the Christmas New Year period. Now, this is a bonus episode for you all and one that I've been looking forward to doing as I'm going to be talking about ways that your ethical choices of your diet can give you back control of your emotional and mental health now these are topics i have touched on earlier bonus episodes and if you use a podcast app to listen to this show which i hope you do you will see how easy it is to go back and listen to those episodes because the first episode is episode 36 which is finding your joy food which we published in january at the start of this year so it's nearly a year old now and the second episode is um, episode number 56, about ethical choices for mental health in your diet. And you can find those using the podcast app very quickly, and um, and the information in them is um, still valid to this date. As I listen to them again, I'm very happy. I'm quite proud of the presentation I made to you guys. And I also, as I always do with all bonus episodes, like to make the little caveat that this is not extra work you have to do just to be normal. Far from it in fact. This is really just a different point of view that may allow you to look at your role in shopping and preparing food that might give you a different perspective on ways to view things and how you might view things a little differently going forward. And so today's episode is going to be about how ethical changes to your diet, to my diet, have given me a more control and interaction with my emotional and mental health. Now, for some years now, I've been aware of just how wasteful red meat is from an environmental point of view in terms of land use and waste, but also water use and waste, even energy use and waste as well, um, all the way through the chain, of, and also then emotional compromises made around slaughtering, mass slaughtering of animals, raising and slaughtering animals. So I've had it at the back of my mind that I would like to reduce the amount of meat that I eat for some time. And look, I don't wanna be a seven meal, seven days a week, three meals a day vegetarian. No, I just wanted to increase the amount of vegetarian dinners I have. And now for pretty much the most of this year, I've been having three out of my five dinners are vegetarian. So I've gone into the excess of vegetarian dinners, which given the, uh, the makeup of my other meals of the day, I think would mean that I'm probably just, just over, slightly over 50% of my food that I eat is vegetarian. So I'm not a full-time vegetarian. And I think this is something you will see if you have a millennial in your life, you not be surprised to see this is something they are reflecting too because they're quite ethical actors that like to make actions based on their ethics. I know one of the millennials in my life has also decided to reduce the amount of meat she eats and increase the amount of vegetarian meals she's had, which has been quite enlivening for her in her, um, in her time in life about learning how to cook and feed and shop for herself. So that's been interesting. So, like I said, I'm not a seven day a week, three meal a day vegetarian. I'm, I'm pretty much just a, a little over 50% food that I eat is vegetarian. And one thing I've really started to notice just recently is that when I have a good quality meal, I really feel that. Like, literally, I literally feel it. What was it? Uh, about a month ago now, I went down to the farmer's market because I wanted to buy honey, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't... After hearing all those, what you hear about honey from the supermarket, and you think, oh, no, I want to make sure that I get real honey this time. So I sure I went down to the farmer's market and bought it and oh my goodness, uh, having some of that with a nice little uh, green juice that you can buy from the supermarket, a teaspoon of that, that honey, and it was like, whoa, one cup of that was like drinking three Red Bulls because I felt so elevated and enlivened by that. I was just like, wow, that is not extraordinary. That is super ordinary. It really was. And so um, that I feel was from what I'd said in the Joy Food episode was, the fact is that your gut has the equivalent brain matter of a cat's brain and is directly connected to your upstairs brain using the vagus nerve or the and is very strong influence over your emotions and mental health is what goes into your stomach and how it gets processed. So it's no surprise to see that this happens actually. And what I've noticed, when I have a good quality meal, like an example I can think of is, you may remember I was talking about that super ordinary paella from the South Melbourne market the other couple of weeks. That that was one. But then also, for two weeks recently, I went to that great little vegetarian restaurant in Brunswick Street on the um, Collingwood side of Brunswick Street, actually, called Veg Out. And like the name suggests, it is just a really groovy little restaurant that has a number of specials on the board, and that's really all they have. And so I had this week, uh, one of the weeks, a a rack of baked broccolini, which was, as it suggest a broccolini with some beans and kale, and I forget exactly what the um, spices were, but they were ginger or something along those lines. And I remember after eating that, I was like, bam, I was about to dance out of my seat. I felt so... That wasn't food science, man. That was food magic. It really felt quite overwhelming. The reaction I had to that meal was like, whoa, that is incredible. So it was the kind of thing I've been talking to people about. And one of the girls I'd spoken to about it, she's a full-time vegetarian. She said when she turned vegetarian, she really noticed that too, that she was a lot more calmer and rational in her demeanor. And she felt a lot more control of herself. As well as being sensitive to the quality of her food, she was a lot more in control of her emotions and her reactions to things. And she then spoke about her brother, who she said she tries to get a few, eat a little bit more vegetarian food because he's a big meat eater. And she's noticed that he becomes quite aggressive when he eats meat and has no interest in eating vegetarian food because he identifies meat as being a strong part of his culture, which is, I think, we'll probably find is true with a lot of um, men in that. Um, eating group they they identify with it strongly but there's a lot more to it than that and this is um I definitely talked about this more in the earlier episode was um how the science is just really starting now about how your gut and your enteric nervous system has quite a massive influence on your emotions and your mental health and so I wanted to talk about how I really feel by being more vegetarian and then trying to make sure that I have good quality food that I have really felt like I don't just have control over my mental health but I can really shape that mental health. By having a good quality food, that's not food science, but that there feels like food magic. It really is quite an overwhelming feeling but it's something I would highly recommend trying because look, we all want to have um emotional state that is um is steady and um positive and I think that um I can only say that my veg- more being more vegetarian has really helped me get towards that. That's good. Now I do meet with a psychologist and I haven't really spoken with her about this, but I do intend to just chat with her about it next time we see, so that I can bring the information she has back to you and and tell you about what the professionals say about it, because they certainly do have a point of view on it. But at short, I'd just say, look, if you are thinking ethically about being vegetarian, there's nothing to lose. In fact, there's only things to gain. So like I said, it's not, it's not extraordinary. It is super ordinary. It really is. <laughs> the things you can gain from it and how you can feel is just, whoa. I shiver sometimes thinking about the films I've had with the quality of food and just how I react to it has been quite a um, ground-shaking thing for me that really has changed a little bit how I feel and live my life. So I hope you can gain some from that and um, be totally open to those millennials in your life because I can guarantee you that some millennials in your life will be thinking about being more vegetarian, be more open to it and maybe even look at it for yourself and see the value it can give you in them. So thank you very much for your time. Um, I hope you had a wonderful season with those you love. And speaking of those I love, that will be you I'll be coming back to in the new year to keep doing the new regular episodes of Seasonal Bounty that come out on a Saturday morning, giving you the update on what's happening in the Victorian Food Marketplace. Thanks for your time. Good day.
0: Be sure to stay fresh. to the you